Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. Projectile Lunchcast, episode 47. My name is Marcel. I am, as always, here with my dearest podcasting friends in the whole wide world, Richard. Sega. And Basti. Sega? Well, we're off to a delightful start, I see. It's excellent. Uh, Today, we will be um, taking almost all of the time in this episode to discuss um, the PS5 reveal, or as Sony called it, uh, our first look at the future of gaming. However, before we do that, there is one very important a PSA uh, I would like to get out there, if that's okay with you guys. There's a PSA. Because I have in the past unfairly been portrayed as somebody who always ignores any gaming recommendations from my dear man Richard. Uh... And this is simply not true. Because for anybody who has listened to last week's episode, uh, he has p- uh, piled a lot of praise until uh, upon the return of the Obra Dinn. And I have to say, Richard, I found you so convincing... That right after the episode, I bought that game and uh-huh. I finished it in a couple of days, and I loved it. It's so, good, right? Uh, thank you for your recommendation, Richard. See, to, I do, I do take your 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 suggestions to heart. To be fair, I mean, I I usually just bitch at you for your co-op recommendations. Let's not get greedy. You recommended a game, said it was good. I played it. I loved it. So well done, Richard. <laughs> so yeah. That was just, I just want to get that out of the way, you know, so in the future I can no longer uh, be be accused of ignoring Richard's recommendations. You are my witness now, dear listeners, all, however many of you there are right now, when you listen to this. That's ne- weird. Negative Anyways, six. Negative six. Yes, as I mentioned, we will this week uh, be discussing the reveal of the PlayStation 5. Obviously, um, with COVID-19, things have been a little bit different this time around. We've seen a weird dripping of of news online where on a random, I think it was a Thursday or Tuesday, in the middle of the night, they put a blog post on a website saying, this is your first look at the uh, you know, our new controller for the PS5, stuff like that. And we, we had this entire time been waiting you know, for the big hype, uh, glitzy, glamoury reveal, which finally then came last week in the form of a video presentation. It was, of course, not a live show, again, you know, due to COVID-19. As you do. And, um, yeah, uh, before we go through game by game, as we did with Basti's beloved Inside Xbox episode a couple of weeks back, do you have any starting thoughts on, on you know, that you want to get out of the way before we dive into the games, Richard? So you're saying uh, this, is, this is console war round two. Round two. For me, it's like that, that. That was the old weird PS3 baby doll head room, right? They I don't used... think they were as bad as that, but yeah, they, they pretty much used little... it. That was on purpose. There was a lot of effort put into uh, slidey X button transition screens. Um, 
I don't know. I yeah, no, I think I, I'd wrap it up at the end. It was uh, it was an alright show. Um, I it, it, the shape of the console itself has provided a lot of fun memes. Uh, I like the the Wi-Fi router memes. Those are really good. Uh, the ones where they photoshopped it onto a dude with a popped collar are always really fun. Um, that thing looks fucking weird. And I I think uh, the most fun console-based takeaway from that was hunting down a picture of it on its side for Basti, who thought that his Killax prison wouldn't be able to store it. <laughs> but you have to agree. Like, I think, like, for me, it was not on your right. I think it was a very, very good game showcase, even though with uh, the, the still a lot of weird baffling marketing phrases, but the showcase of games was excellent. The design, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with that that console generation. Like with the Xbox design, you can say at least say it's very pragmatic in a sense of like the way how it's especially internally built. But the PlayStation design sound, looks for me, even though I'm not a big fan of the, the the Xbox fridge design, but the PlayStation design looks cheap for me. So I'm, I'm because glad. yeah, you said the router thing there's also like some heaters which look exactly like that i don't know well the thing the thing is like they did say they were going to focus a lot more on cooling this time which is great because my ps4 sounds angry all the time oh, yeah um yeah, that's really that is my thing on a whole uh, my, my take on the whole thing because you know as richard said yes we've had a lot of fun with the memes my personal favorite is the isengard one where people <laughs> just put the eye of sauron on top of it and it, it looks nice it works but really it feels like you know once that thing once you've bought that thing, once you put it in your cupboard or you know, like your entertainment center, how often are you actively looking at that or thinking about it? Whereas, you know, if it's if it is hopefully much quieter, because you know, I think that especially the PS4 Pro is is infamous for being a, a jet that starts, you know, all the time, the entire time while you play it is so like, you know, a a starting a jumbo jet revving up the engines right next to you. So, I, I, you know, it feels weird to me that people complain so much about this. Um, especially seeing it from people who have for the past however many years complained about the noise of the PS4 is like, um, yeah. shouldn't you be glad that I, this I, is... The only thing I think, like, they need to they need to get more into the the two color variant things. That's the only that's the only kind of legitimate concern I'll hear from people where it's like, all right, everything in my entertainment center is a color, and now I've got this thing that stands out. I I can see that barely, but. Um, I mean, I, you know, they both look fucking weird, dude. I, I can imagine people putting cigarettes out in, in, in the Xbox. <laughs> I must I must say, Marcel, my TV sideboard looks like a shrine for consoles. So for me, the design spec, like I was so happy about the Xbox One X because it looks so freaking good on my sideboard. Start of I, a substance. I, I have to say, I, I like the PS5 design. I'm it's not, not, I'm not favorite, anti it. I, I think it's nice. It, you not, know, yeah. it, it definitely, it, it feels like, you know, it, it has a design as in somebody thought about, like, you know, what should this look like? Whereas very often, you know, obviously hardware is very pragmatic. It's like, this is all the components. And now we put like a small black box around it that will make it overheat and over noise. <laughs> is that a word over noise, Richard? Please? Over noise. Yes, it is now. It's, uh, it's what they call uh, fans of uh, Blizzard seminal shooter. That's me then. Okay, so um, shall we dive into the games? Then, guys? Get to the games. Let's get to those brand new games. The new fucking console generation is here, Marcel. I want to hear about that new shit. Let me get that new, that new, new. So yeah, um, the first thing we saw as the show started in a masterful troll move that like, uh, what was this guy? Uh, what was the guy's name? Hashimoto from from Square, who like trolled people for years with Final Fantasy VII. Like he couldn't have done it any better. The first thing people saw was the Rockstar logo. 
and a lot of people go like, "Oh my God, it's the new anything." Oh, it's, it's the new GTA V port. Oh, fuck! Yeah, right. With footage which was uh, just old footage, right? There was nothing. It was. New. It was. They, they just showed like the PS4 version of the game. Yeah, it's. It said like this really? is you know shown on the PS4. Mr. Yeah, marketing expert, please explain. Very weird, like like the the fact that it just showed a PS4 version. Also, what was very interesting to me, they specifically called out afterwards, Jim Ryan, that um, uh, it said that the, the GTA Online will be free from launch or something. Yeah. But you know, which again implied that like if you want to play the single player, you better buy that game again. Right. No. No, I'm not gonna. Um, but that, that was my impression. I get it. Like, pre, pre, uh, fucking GTA Five prints money. I, I, I understand. It's very popular. I don't understand why, but it is very popular. It's just like, if I was arranging the show, <clears throat> I'm not sure I would have opened with that. It, it seemed a little fucking weird to be like, hey, like, when, when, fucking, we're we're approaching double digits for GTA Five, right? Um, approaching us. But, I mean, yeah, so that game's out in fucking 2013. Three console my generations. Assumption, my assumption would be because I think everything else said that it was captured on the PS5, so I guess they want to get that out of the way almost. It's like, from here on out, it's just new stuff. One moment for me. I just need a quick second. Yeah, um, I mean, to in, in my, or in their defense, for putting it there, I still haven't played GTA V, Busty, so... Um, Seriously? I still have not played GTA V. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know, like it's. Uh, I mean, I won't be playing it on there. I would be playing it on the PC where I have the game. But maybe it is. It is time, sometimes, you know, for me to finally go and play that game. It's supposedly pretty good. Do you think, to be honest, to convince a big player like like there are two scenarios, right? There, there was a like kind of kind of like a troll move from Sony, or do you think there was like a deal involved where Sony said, even as this such a huge player as Sony is, oh. 2K is making us like this incredibly good offer to put this in front of the show. Like I don't know, like who at what point made the decision for that? I don't get it. And what was the benefit? And what was it? What were they thinking? I mean, look, it, it's still a huge game, right? It's still frequently, even after all these years, like in the top ten bestseller lists, it still prints money from GTA Online. So I think you know, it was just a a, a a win-win for both sides like where it's okay it's not it's not you know a shiny new game but it's still a huge game that a ton of people on the ps4 play and for them to hear that they can just keep playing it on the ps5 i guess you know especially since sony has yet to really say anything concrete or definitive about the backwards compatibility i think it was just a case of like hey we know everyone out of there owns that game three times by now and if you happen to have a copy on ps4 then you can you know, keep playing that game, maybe if you buy it again, I don't, I don't know. You know, it, it was it was all a bit weird, but um, I mean, yeah. The, obviously, this statement was basically when it comes to backwards compatibility, there will be a variety of titles available at launch. We will have a list, and we will expand the list. Right? Yes. It was basically all. Yeah. Yeah. At the start, they said like the hundred most or like most popular games, and everybody was like, by what you know measurements or criteria? Money. And then they they expanded to say hundreds or thousands or something. I don't know. It's 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 weird all, but um, all the GDAs and all the GDA. Expansions. It's just GTA Five. For, for, for all the the good things they're doing, like the successful things they're doing, sometimes Sony is not very good at clear communication, which is a nice segue to the next game. <laughs> <laughs> The first uh, new PS, all new next gen PS5 game that they showed, and my personal um, system seller, you know, killer, this is this is the game game app. of show for you. 
Um, I probably would have to say yes. Okay. But yeah, um, they showed uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales from um, Insomniac, obviously recently acquired now Sony first-party studio um, Insomniac Games. Yeah. Uh, which I think was a huge surprise because a um, you know it, it is not that often I think that two games from a studio are shown at the same event. Uh, I think most people, including myself, you know, just based on timelines, expected that probably they would have a Ratchet game. So I don't think a lot of people were expecting to see Spider-Man there. Uh, I think even fewer people were expecting to see a new Spider-Man game come out this year for the release of the console. Um, and then where it went a little bit downhill was that they just showed the thing. They showed a nice logo saying Spider-Man Miles Morales. And then it was um, most people assumed, hey, this is a new game. Yeah. And uh, the next morning there was, I forgot what the gentleman's name was. There was an interview with a Sony exec, and he said... Was it Simon Ritter? Was, EVP be. head of European business? Would you like yeah, me to read the been, quote yes. for you could and you been. can react to it? Please go ahead. That sounds good. Uh, in an interview with the Telegraph, I'm getting this all off the Verge, a Verge piece I wrote about this. Um, he said, I guess you could call it an expansion and an enhancement to the previous game. There's a substantial Miles Morales component, which is the expansion element, but also within the game, as well as there has been major enhancements to the game and the game engine. Obviously deploying some of the major PS5 technology and features. So yeah, he never said remaster, but <laughs> with the wording he gave, I honestly, I cannot blame people for the takeaway being uh, a lot of people seem to think it was a PS5 version or remaster of Spider-Man plus right. added uh, Miles right. uh, content. I mean, the word expansion has a connotation. Exactly. What it actually does seem to be yeah. is a, a standalone expansion, like not a fully new game, obviously building. I mean, you know, we've, we've seen that it's once again Manhattan, only this time it's in the winter, like right. building on existing content, um, standalone, something like Uncharted Lost Legacy or like um, Infamous First Light. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh... That's what he what he said. Um, yeah. To be honest, as much as I'm like, to be honest, I loved, I love, absolutely adored Spider-Man on PS PS4. It was just a, for me the perfect game, the right length, everything. It got me over my open world fatigue. But as much as I looking forward to playing that thing, like for me, with the information dro- dripping in one day uh, later and the back and forth pedaling, that's not a system setup for me anymore. Like, is mm. an expansion or let's say a smaller, yeah. is a last light thing a, a real system setter? I mean, those point? those things, I, I didn't play those. You'd have to ask Marcel because I, I, you, you played at least the Uncharted one, right? I, I played both of them. I, I, yeah. I, um, look, I mean, like, people sometimes have this weird thing where they get hung up on playtime or something. Sure. Um, for me, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy is is a, a perfectly fine video game. You know, like lengthwise, it took me maybe like ten hours or something. Yeah. You know, that is, I, I couldn't complain about it at all. And if this game is is ten hours, um, Spider Man is is one of my favorite games from this past console generation. The main story, I, I absolutely love the characters, what they did with them. I hated, unfortunately, most of the side content because it felt super old and generic. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, if they if they focus on the strength of it, I think Miles is a is a fantastic character. I think he's like one of the coolest the, or the, like most interesting video game characters. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry uh, comic book characters you have these days. So right. um, the the cool thing I like I like um, so again for me like I I like I liked Spider Man a lot. 
Um, I think it was it's probably right up there with Arkham in terms of of comic book game style things. Um, really good. Uh, I do really dig that they're they're learning some lessons from the MCU. Like Miles was a character in Spider Man. Uh, he had sections. He has his kind of origin there. Um, so I really dig the idea that they're doing almost like a game universe of like continued continued stuff and like really giving their characters time to establish themselves and breathe. I really, I also though, I, I think um, I might be with you. Like the the side stuff in Spider Man was not great. It was filler. Um, so if this is distilled to just be that kind of kick ass um, story component, that's great. Um, but I, I do, I do kind of care about playtime a little bit, like, uh, in terms of, you know, putting, putting the weight on a, on a system seller thing or, or whatever, but, um, I, I'll, I'll get it. It's just, I don't know if it's the thing that where I was like, like take my money right now, but I, it looks, it looks really good. I don't, I don't want to undersell how good I thought it looked. I mean, you know, maybe, you know, I... You know, I maybe I'm not representative. Um, oh, me neither, you know, man. Me neither. Like yeah. last time I checked, I read roughly 700 Marvel comics in the past three years. Gee, yeah, I mean, fuck. So, oh, I'm know, not maybe. even that. I I think I'm the uh, other end of that. My, Sorry. My my only concern with with that game is you know like as good as Spider-Man was, obviously I think they will have to step up their game to top uh, Marvel's Avengers as the superhero or potentially even game of the year. Right. Are you guys still there? Anyway, what else happened? Uh, What's next, Marcel? Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to a game that is definitely a system seller for a ton of people, yeah. including, I believe, none of us. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But this will this will be the game, one. Next, next game shown was Gran Turismo Seven. It looked fantastic. It yeah. looked, you know, at times photorealistic, as these games tend to do. Yeah. I have to say, I've never liked the series personally. Well, four K sixty FPS, right? Got it. Got it. Got to um, be. I don't know. I don't know if they mentioned details. I would expect that from them. Yes, and obviously. I mean, uh, as much as I personally do not care about the franchise at all, obviously it's it's yeah. a huge sell, especially in Europe. It sells millions every time. Sure. I mean, my thi- I think. Oh, sorry. It, it, sorry. Go ahead, Richard. No, go ahead. I was just saying. I I, I didn't want to cut you off. I think. Uh, like every couple of years, I fall into this. Like it's 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 been Forza previously. Like it was Forza Two, and then you know some of the Horizon stuff. And I think this might be. One where I'm like, all right, yeah, no, I could play car games and then and then fall out of love with them. I bounce right off them after I get them. But this might be the one. Uh, I just really thought to myself, um, obviously, like starting with Spider-Man, which is, I would say, one of the most, even you know, if it's Miles this time, so it's not Peter, but I still probably one of the most recognizable pop culture characters in the world these days. Yeah. Um, going as the second thing shown into GT, which is one of their biggest franchises, it felt like you know right from the start they were making a huge statement of like. We're not pulling any punches today, you know. This yeah. is not going to be this is not going to be filler stuff. Uh, maybe as the inside Xbox was, I can um, see it. You know, it was it was from the get go. It was like we're bringing out the big guns today. But yeah, I guess we can move on because I don't know, Basti, are you a huge Gran Turismo player? I I did. I'm sorry. Yeah, Basti, you get to your thing. But before we go, I have one question about Gran Turismo. Please, Basti, continue. So the last last racing game I've played, if you if you can call it that, I think was either. Carnage, or was it was it called Total Carnage or something, or Destruction Derby? Okay, because okay. I don't count uh, Mario Kart. So you like you like uh, you like crashy racy. Did you yeah. say Mario Kart or Mario Kart? Yeah, did you say fucking Kart. Mario Kart? Kart. All right. 
Fight cards. I also played Wipeout. I loved it on the PS Vita. Mm. Do love you... the Vita. <laughs> love the Vita. Do you think? Do you think they can get away with like? Didn't they do this last time where like they had seven hundred cars, but only like a hundred really good looking cars? Do you think they can get away with that shit again? They... They had premium courses. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I haven't read anything about it because you know, again, unfortunately, it's right, a right. series that I really don't care about. I have, so I haven't read up. But yes, like in the past, they had that weird thing. Um, in general, it, it seems to be, you know, it, it feels like to me that people hold GT on a still slightly higher pedestal than Forza. Mm-hmm. But Forza seems to be a franchise that consistently delivers very high quality every two years. Whereas uh, GT takes four to six years to release. So that seems to be these days a once a generation franchise almost. Well, at least they're going to show you a video of how they like mine the metals to make the car. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, and they got like that, that whole um, esports as in people going from playing GT to racing real life cars. Right. Uh, you know, thing going. Right. Well, the opposite did happen during during the, uh, the, the whole Corona thing. They, a lot of racers did drive on iRacing and stuff like that on Twitch. And then a few of them lost their, their real-life racing jobs because they couldn't handle the, the, yeah. the online gaming can't, uh, can't say the Can't say gamer words. Yeah, that's you know, crazy, crazy shit these days. Okay, so let's move on to... Um, I mean, it wasn't mentioned for launch, but uh, definitely also, uh, for me, personally, a, a system seller. Okay. And I believe almost the visually most impressive game of the evening. Um, wow. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yes, I know. Of no, course, also from Insomnia. Super impressive. A very, very impressive trader. Yeah. I have to say that even um, the, the last one, like the, the, the PS4 one, is to me still like visually one of, one of the standout games of this generation. Um, yeah, I know it's a cliche where people you know, throw around like stuff like Pixar like or whatever and of course it's not at the same uh, quality level as Pixar I but still when it comes to looking um, stylized the current PS4 Ratchet and Clank is to me still one of the prettiest games of the generation yeah um, this one I think um, you know if uh, of course there, there's, there's a lot of people who, who seem to have this thing that you can only be super visually impressive if you're like photorealistic or something yeah. but just like taking everything you know that's happening with like ton of characters ton of particles um ray trace reflections then the rift thing which seems to be like the big new plot thing here that you know at any time it can happen that you jump through a rift and you're suddenly in a different planet completely different world environments so like the, the streaming of assets and stuff uh, super impressive and the so... last one yeah I, I rarely play single player games more than once i think i finished the last the ps4 one of course it was a shorter game Three or four times by now. Is this so, the movie? I'm super hyped for this. The one you're talking about, the the movie. Uh, it, no, it was it, it came out at the same time more or less as the movie. I don't. I think it's just called Ratchet and Clank. I don't think okay. it has any subtitles or anything like that anymore. So I mean, you're 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 right. Um, with the style thing, I do I do think uh, like if you look back at the stuff that holds up across generations, it's the stuff that has its own style and not the stuff that's going for photorealism. And there's something to be said for that. I, I totally agree. The thing that kind of, the thing that kind of had me scratch my head, like I was calling it out while watching the trailer the whole time, is like, yeah, it's got the the impressive kind of set PC intro thing where he's he's blopping back and forth between the purple portals and like going to different worlds and all that, and it looked really cool. Now the gameplay that they showed seemed to just be showing the teleportation stuff. So I mean, did they did they talk about that in something I didn't see where it's like, yo, actually, you're gonna be doing that kind of Soul Reaver, change the whole world, um, frequently thing, or or am I, 
am I too cynical to worry that it's just going to be a kind of set dressing sort of thing? Uh, I have to admit, like I haven't, I haven't followed up on it too much because um, I wasn't uh, home over the weekend. But yeah. um, I, I, my, my guess would just be that, of course, they're going to build on the gameplay of the last one, right. um, which I enjoyed. I, in fact, I have to say, thinking about it now, that between uh, Spider-Man, Ratchet, and Sunset Overdrive, I think that along Respawn, uh, um, Insomniac may be my personal developer of this of this past generation. Almost. Sure. They put out some good stuff. Really disappoint, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Even yeah. the news was great. I seem to keep losing you guys today. I don't know. So, so I mean, that, that's my only worry. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think they they had they, they almost knocked it out the park with the trailer. It looked great. Um, I, I just really would have liked to see because they did flash into gameplay a bunch, and I really would have liked to see a a uh, dimensional shift in the gameplay and not just in the the kind of intro sort of stuff. Um, so hopefully that's coming. Um, hopefully that's just something that they show a little later. Uh, or maybe it's a deeper mechanic and they just don't want to get into it yet. I don't know. You could be either way with it. Uh, but that, that's my that's my main thing. But I did have a quick question. If I go onto your internet browser and type in Girl Ratchet, how many of those links are purple? What does purple mean? Mm. Oh, you mean I've clicked on them? No, uh-huh. um, I, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't looked it up. Be, I just saw be honest. Within a few hours, like the next morning, you know, once I woke up on my time on my Twitter timeline, I saw a few fan arts of girl ratchet, gender swapped ratchet. I don't know. You know, if it's gonna be a new character who is just like an alternate dimension version. I don't know. But I've seen I've seen immediately some fan art for that spring up yesterday. Oh no. Oh no. Basti, what do you, yeah. think, what'd you think of Ratchet? I'm currently gurgling, but I'm getting getting a lot of female <laughs> characters. No. I'm serious and not <laughs> abort, no, Basti. I, I think it's absolutely visually impressive. I don't know if the like I enjoyed several Ratchet and Clank uh, games, but I was not like the biggest followers, so I don't know if the series is renowned for making big shifts when it comes to additional or interesting gameplay. I would seriously love to have a dimension shift. Now, thanks, Richard. I want to play. Uh, story over again mm-hmm. but i'm not sure like if that would be in the game maybe they would have shown right so maybe I, I will i will totally get it but i'm also not the the guy who played the shit out of the series so for me it will be kind of like fresh anyway i mean the the most interesting thing here in a way now that you guys mentioned is that obviously xbox got criticized a lot for just being trailers and not showing gameplay Oh, like they showed gameplay. Um, while these trailers, so while these trailer, uh, sorry, the, the trailers at the at the PS5 reveal, um, they were, you know, it, it said for all of them were captured on the PS5, and they all did show gameplay elements. It was not just CG. There also was no gameplay demos, really. You know, it was right. not a a long uninterrupted segment of gameplay being shown. It was yeah. always still, um, trailers. So that's quite interesting. I mean, this know, one that, had some of the most gameplay shown, right? I think uh, so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, like this one, uh, one of the indie games, and Deathloop, I feel like, almost showed the most right, gameplay. Right, right, right. Well, Deathloop had a shit ton of gameplay, exactly, yeah. Well, let's, not, uh, let's not ruin the future. Yeah. So yeah, um, shall we move on and get to uh, Project uh, Athia? 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 I mean, Project after Athia after we, we uh, after we uh, went Paris. through an entire issue butchering uh, Clay, the developers, the Don't Starve developers... This is Clay Entertainment, right? It's Clay. Clay. Next, he's gonna tell us that like his that guy's name is Michael Bain or some shit. And to be honest, like he's American, so HR Geiger, motherfuckers, move on. No, it's Geiger. What the God fuck? damn it! Anyways, this this today's episode is not about wall penises. That's that's an Xbox thing. 
So yes, they did show um, the new uh, first look at the new game from uh, Luminous Productions, which is a new studio that uh, Square has set up to create new AAA uh, RPGs, uh, RPG franchises, so something outside of the Final Fantasy or in, like any of their established franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, looked visually fantastic. Uh, reminded me, funnily enough, a little bit of the PS, uh, sorry, of the Unreal Five engine was demo, of course. You know, just gonna was say that. Around and jumping. Yeah, was was just gonna it's say true. that. But it also looked for me a little bit like uh, the the Final Fantasy engine, also from the environmental art and stuff, from the stuff you could see because everything was like cut super quickly and fast. It is. It is their. Uh, I believe it is their no. engine. Like it is the Luminous engine, isn't it? That's what's called actually. It's the Lum- Luminous. Uh, the, the team is called uh, Luminous Productions now, so prop probably. Yeah, it should be the the engine from their last uh, from the last tech demo was like yeah Acne's philosophy yeah with the with the wires and robots right yeah I think yeah. so yeah. and um, this one you know like they've they've just shown like some very short glimpses interestingly enough um, it immediately reminded because you know we we know that um, Reddit and 4chan are not the most reliable places when it comes to gossip. What? But I had uh, a couple of days prior to the event read something where somebody had claimed that they would be showing um, the new game from Luminous Productions and that it would be about a girl throwing ginormous elemental spells, um, which is kind of what it seemed to be about, really. Um, again, Are they just... ginormous in caps? I don't think so. But yeah, it, it was just very short, uh, very short glimpses, but it looked very cool. Like it, it definitely looked like something that I would want to keep an eye on. The only thing that really stood out to me that was just like peak square was everything about it looked super fantasy. I think like some of the early, in, you know, um, establishing shots, like with those brickstone walls or whatever, like uh, it, it, it almost looked like something that could have been Dark Souls or Demon Souls. And then the next thing you see are white sneakers. Oh like, yeah, okay, I, I, I can see this, this, is, this is very square. You know, it's like um, it's a fantasy world, but clearly we still must be fashionable. Gotta do it, yeah. Gotta get my. I need the belts. Where are the belts? But I think Basti had some thoughts on this one regarding uh, the marketing messaging in the trailer. Yes, Basti. Yeah, please explain because that baffled my mind. Like, what is a game exclusively designed for PlayStation? What does it mean? Please explain. Richard, please explain. Okay, I gotcha. Um, so you know how like uh, like Zoom is a popular meeting tool, right? Yeah. Right, and then like they, but but there's been issues with Zoom where calls drop out, right? Yeah. So like they're on there and they're like, "We need you guys. We need you to make an exclusive PlayStation game." And they're like, like in Square, they're like, "Did he just say exclusive PlayStation game? Because we're not fucking. We're gonna fucking put this out on." on whatever we want, right? He's like, could you repeat that? And they're like, exclude des- design exclusive but just put design exclusively for PlayStation. Okay, yeah, we could put that shit in the trailer. Make sure that it's got belts and white shoes and we're good to go. Perfect. Boom. Yeah. I think that's how Brilliant. it happened. Marvelous. Terrific. That's my industry insight. But yeah, like, Mar- Mar- Marcel's also right cuz like that the the shot in that trailer of that fucking dragon looks like some some soul yeah. shit. But what I don't get, like, they had such a strong lineup for the PlayStation conference. Like, games were basically most most of the time speaking for themselves. Why do this marketing bullshit? Like, uh, I mean, to be honest, I also hate it with the Xbox when they're exclusive. I don't it, know. It's super, it, it is a super weird thing. Because, Marcel, you, you were the one who told me that, right? Like, it is, it is not exclusive to the PlayStation, right? 
No, it is. So uh, uh, Project Athia is coming to PC as well, and yeah. it also seems to be a timed exclusive. So presumably, it will later come to Xbox Series X as well. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck that means. I am with you in the sense that I hope it doesn't catch on because this is going to be... This this is like what what uh, the 360 era console wars would have fucking salivated for. Like this is what I I like when I when I was younger. Like people would be like, "See, you're gonna buy it on the fucking stupid Xbox. It's exclusively designed for the PlayStation. Enjoy your shit game coaster." Like, especially since the last console generation, it was basically the point where PlayStation or Sony uh, really pushed into the timed exclusive thing, right? Yeah. And there's not 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 there were not that many timed exclusive on Xbox, but PlayStation was really into that. Oh, this whole game is time exclusive or this dlc is time exclusive that is anti-consumer that's bullshit they've passed their powers on to the epic yeah. uh gary, gary wood is writing this if anybody's a gary wood a fan hmm. i was definitely very interested to hear that because i usually my assumption is that um square for the games obviously for the japanese games mostly sticks to japanese creatives uh, yeah. So seeing that you know, the guy who wrote Rogue One, Rogue One is is working on this was surprising to me. Gary Whitta also has a talk show uh, in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yes. Fucking. And he has he has Danny Trejo as a correspondent on it, right? That's awesome. Man, I wish. Call I it, wish... Call it makes the wildest <sighs> shit happen. Marcel, you're the networking guy here. Get fucking Danny Trejo as a correspondent to us. That would be uh, great. I could. Try. Send him a mail. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Moving on to you know to to not embarrassing me in front of like people for not being friends with Danny Trejo, because that shit hurts. That stings. It does suck. Um, it you know it hurts me right in mi, mi corazón. Um, <laughs> so next up is Stray, which is a third-person cat adventure game set amidst the detailed neolit alleys of a decaying cyber city and the murky environments of its seedy underbelly. Ooh. And it immediately, it immediately extremely uh, reminded both me and like the bunch of people I was in chat with as we watched the thing. Um, yeah, what, what was the what was the, the, the series of short, often very violent uh, animated films on Netflix called Love, Sex and Robots or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was one yeah, episode with true. like with like robots and a cat, and like the entire time I was thinking, man, this looks so much like that Netflix thing. And it looks very super charming. Like it, it, it you know, it, it, it's very far away from the stuff I normally like, but that game looked very fun, or very interesting at least. Are you cool to uh, make friends with a small flying drone named B12? Yeah, I will just pretend it's BD from Jedi Fallen Order. Is that your favorite droid? No, but it starts with a B. I because I think I think even though, even though fuck that whole fucking movie, I, I still like the droid that doesn't want to be touched. No, thank you. No, thank you. That Stray looks cool. I I, I mean it, it, there wasn't a lot to show. Um, but you know I I can see how you as a cat person would be into playing as a cat person. Game of the show, I tell you. I Most mean, charming character ever. Are you serious? That, that was was you got to say your game of the show. Was that your game of the show? If Marcel's was spidey, like when it comes to reactions while we watched the show, like yeah. this got the strongest emotional response. Just the end wow. when the character is showing and it's just meowing. I'm okay. sorry. Okay, no, dude, nothing I'm, to apologize for if it's your taste. I'm a cheap bitch when it comes to that. That's 
that's just give me cats. Okay. All, all right. I mean, I mean, are we going to sit here and say something like swear he was going to make a game where everybody in a town turns into cats at night and you interact with oh, each other? Yeah. I mean, are we going to say that they stole this idea um, and swear he owns all cat based properties? No, but you know, that's no, just because for it's, everyone. it's implied. Um, yeah, but like, that, that seems to be a general theme, though. I think there was like several games that had cats in the trailers. Actually, yeah. Huh. Okay. So you know, I for one welcome our um, next next cat generation future. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, look cool. Uh, look at least very charming or intriguing, but you know, of course, you know, not too much to um, draw something from. Then moving on, this was a a bit of a downer for me personally. Okay. Because there had been uh, a lot of rumors, you know, like you know, stuff flying around that um, Housemark, uh, where they had canceled their their Battle Royale game, yeah. and they were working on like the biggest project ever, you know, triple A stuff. And obviously, you know, it, it's not usually necessarily my kind of genre, um, stuff like a Resogun or so. But you know, they make they make cool games. Yes, they do. And nothing about this game except for the title Returnal. Appeals to me. Why does the title appeal to you? Because uh, you know, I I I like I like cheap and easy puns. Um, obviously, you keep returning, which makes oh it eternal. 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 Uh, didn't you didn't you recognize that? Of course, I did. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, returnal, and I I, I kind of like name. I didn't like the trailer. Although, you know, it the, it, the it didn't appeal was to weird. me. I mean, it was the first of two things in that show that looked like something like uh, people trying to do a Kojima. This is this is going to be a game where they're going to have to overcome this trailer. I, I mean, I think yeah. I think you guys know me. I I like to judge a lot of trailers. It's a guilty pleasure of mine to just uh, nitpick and shit talk trailers, uh, and I'll be doing that for a few other games in this show as well. But. Um, this is this is going to be a game where they're going to have to overcome their trailer because uh, it, it the 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 premise is neat, um, which they didn't really get into. Uh, they did show gameplay, but I I have a feeling that if they're doing this the way they want to or the way that that I would want to see it, it's not that third person uh, particle effect shooty gameplay that's going to be the thing. It's going to be does the planet change every time like it does in the trailer does you know like what what is the the um death and replay mechanics look like yeah. and that's going to be work because really what what they what they did was people people that that have been watching games presentations for a long time uh do have that kind of hard switch in their heads for the difference between cinematic and gameplay nowadays um and it's it, it is mixing more as we as we keep going because there was a, there was a pretty uh, a pretty large break in that earlier. But um, when when they showed gameplay, it was kind of you know you've seen this sort of gameplay before. And when they show cinematic, it's the interesting stuff. But you, you want to see how that affects the game you're playing. So I think people kind of switched off during that because it's it's where the narrative kicked in and it was just showing the character's face. But um, I'm I'm hoping they can do it. It's just do you guys get what I'm saying with that? Does that make sense? Yeah, I totally yeah. get it. Like to be honest, with that one, I was confused because uh, the I think that the tone of the trailer was very weird at the beginning. It felt like, almost like like some some sort of a soma experience or whatever, like a dark atmospheric horror adventure game. And then right. all of a sudden, it looks like a twin stick shooter. It's like what what is going on? Yeah. 
I don't know. No, no real opinion. I, I'll, I'll, I'll I need to wait for the next trailer. Exactly. Like a lot of stuff here, I, I'll, I'll wait till I see more. But uh, I'll definitely keep my eye on it. Yeah, for me, this was um, the start of like a little bit of a dip in the thing. Like, obviously, I got super excited at the start by Spider-Man and Ratchet. Agreed. And uh, Athia, and then um, Returnal didn't do much for me. I'm with you. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure, looks super charming as Sackboy always does. I think, you know, you could you could have that like you know Sackboy is teaching you how to do your tax returns, and it would be charming. Have we have we segued? Are we now talking about Sackboy? Uh, I mean, we always talk about Sackboy. What? Yeah. Yes, we're talking about Sackboy, a big adventure from Sumo Digital, uh, who made Little Big Planet three. And Snake Pass. Oh yeah, uh, and Snake Pass, and a, didn't you also make the Sony Racing game? And a and one level of Hitman. I think they also did for a while yeah. work on um, that island too. Yeah, Sumo's good. Sumo's good people, man. I like Sumo. I I, I can't I can't hold them. Um, I can't hold them uh, to against anything. I think mark mark my mark my words. One day Sumo is gonna be like like doing what they want to do. Like I think I think right now they're 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 kind of earning their dues in terms of doing other IPs and Codev and uh, and other stuff. I think once they get their their hands on on something that's theirs and they pour their love into it, like like Snake Pass, but you know like on a, on a bigger scale, I think they're really gonna blow something out the water. Um, but uh, they deserve a chance. They do, they do. Um, because because this shit ain't it. I'm, I'm sorry. Like I love Little Big Planet, um, Media Molecule. I, I pretty much hang on everything they do. They've got that that uh, that style. But um, man, I'm not fucking into Little Big Planet for the platforming. Like I, that shit's a tutorial. Yeah. So. I, you know, like, I'm sure people are going to enjoy it. I, I do know people, uh, like I did play through the campaign uh, with uh, with people and they, they really did enjoy the the campaigns of, of LBP. Um, so I, I do think there's an audience for it. I think there's more of an audience for this than there was for fucking karting. But um, but yeah, for, for me personally, like uh, like if you're not if you're not doing a little big planet where people are putting levels together, I'm kind of I kind of checked out. I mean, you know, it's um. Clearly, Sony's trying to keep pushing uh, Sackboy as their mascot. You know, it's been this like this. Are old... they? I would definitely say so. Yes. Because I would say there's probably another thing that they're pushing to be their mascot that we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm confused and curious both at the same time. But yes. Uh, so yeah, for me, it's a case of this looks super charming and looks fun. Uh, it's just not a you know genre that yep. necessarily appeals to me. I'm with but, it. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be for people who are into like uh, platforming. I think it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. Coming up next is Destruction All Stars from um, Lucid Games and Wushu Studios. Yeah. And this is a uh, Rocket League esque destruction derby game. Right. So, you know, like it, it definitely looks like a vehicular combat slash destruction. The only thing that I was a bit unsure of is. Um, there was a lot of scenes of, of player characters in the trailer. I was not sure if that was just for the trailer or if it is part of the gameplay that you know people um, can get out of the cars and run around and like maybe hijack other cars or something so like what, that. I don't know. What it looked like to me is because you do see them running around. Uh, it looks like lot, yeah, it, it looks like you're. If I had to guess, it looks like your car gets blown up like it does in Rocket League, 
And at that point, you're kind of doing a like, oh, mad dash. You know, you're trying not to get knocked out like you're running around until your car spawns again. So it's like you'd have to blow up your opponent's car and then hit them is what it looked like to me. So I don't know about I don't know about hijacking other cars, but the, like it seems to be the mechanic is like that's that's how you do like the the Call of Duty knockdown is is you're you're out of your car running around like a madman trying not to get hit. It's definitely interesting to see Sony put that as um, you know a, a game for the for the reveal of the PlayStation because it feels like the those games with with uh, you know Twisted Metal and stuff used to be big or Vigilante in like. Mm-hmm. 15, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. um, not so much anymore. So I think it'll be definitely interesting to see how, you know, how how well received something like that is in this day and age. As multiplayer is much bigger yeah. than it was back then, but like I mean, maybe I think maybe, maybe they're just on, we'll it could be maybe maybe they're just trying to like like capture the the Rocket League, but now you're older vibe. I don't know because like I mean if you, if you mix a little bit the art style of of Fortnite with Rocket League, do you think that? I'm not sure what this one. Yeah, maybe. I, I, that's what. I, that's what. I, that's the impression I got. Was like, hey, we're trying to do something just a little more. A little. You've played Rocket League. Now play it with a little bit of attitude. But yeah, this this uh, this also does. I'm I'm with Marcel. This was a bit of a dip in the show. Yeah. Um Like it, it, it's neat. It's neat that they're showing games from from a lot of first time studios like lucid has done some some mobile stuff they did like a uh, geometry wars and they've done a lot of code and wushu is is from what i looked I, I don't know a lot about them but what i looked up it's like they're they're a will help you make your game studio um i, I do think it's a they have like several but both of these have have several you know veterans from from the uk's uh, yeah. Legacy of racing yeah. studios. I think like the Wushu guys have several Motorstorm people okay. or leads former. I think Lucid are people from Sony Liverpool. Oh before. yeah. So it's, there definitely should be a lot of like you know racing and car experience in there. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So I, I hope it speaks to whoever that kind of game will speak to. Okay, Dan. Next up is uh, Kena, 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 right? Must Kena, be Kena, Kena, yeah. Kenna Bridge of Spirits, um, which is, according to the blurb, Hit it. a star-driven Wait, no, do it like a trailer. No, then you have to do it. You, have to, you, you are the certified oh, trailer. Uh, oh, man, no. I don't want to do it, Richard. All right. A story-driven action adventure with a stunning... Sp- uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be a good trailer, Richard. With, you just with say, save me, Marcel. Say it. It's a story-driven action-adventure with a stunning visual aesthetic combining exploration with fast-paced combat. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like, to me, uh, you know, from the reactions of people I was watching with and afterwards on my Twitter timeline, this I think was I know one you're of say. the standout surprises yeah. of the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it also, um, to quote my man Mitch, uh, who knows stuff because he's from Australia, that means he's living in the future. Okay, yeah. Um it it felt like because you know at the start there were like a couple of two guys talking about you know how they how they worked in a special effects studio and they want to make a game visually as he as he put it it looked like a game made by a couple of people coming from the animation industry yeah which you know is not is not a dick or anything it's just like it has that look of like this you know this is probably if you had just taken stills from this and told me it was like an animated short film I would have been like yeah that checks out you know that that's what it looks like. Um, but yeah, it it, look, it looks super charming. Mm-hmm. Definitely, from what I've seen, I think the from from the indie games, um, it seems to be the biggest surprise or the one that got the most acclaim from people. It looks cool as fuck, man. 
The art style is so unbelievably charming. Also, getting vibes from old like PS2 or whatever games where you had uh, very charming like adventure games with interesting gameplay. I mean, we cannot talk about gameplay that much yet. Yeah. But I hope this this game will be just not your ordinary third person thing, but oh. maybe having like interesting gameplay mechanics and stuff attached to it. I mean, it looks like they're kind of going for for Pikmin a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, with 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 combat because they did show some melee and and all that stuff. It looks it looks fucking neat. I, I I love the look of it. I like that trailer. I think they did a good job. I'm de- like this was this was one of my one of my favorites in the show. This one. Yeah, I think you are not alone in that. That's something I heard from several people. Yeah, but not then, not not my favorite in the show. Okay, that's um, coming up. Moving on yeah. was "Goodbye Volcano High." <laughs> For me, um, personally, the sorry, the absolute low point of the th- of the show. Oh no! Uh, Why? I, I I felt it looked not very good. I don't know. Like, I, I, to be honest, I dig the dig the the overall like style and atmosphere. For me, it looked like a combination between Night in the Woods and uh, Life is Strange, and I enjoyed Life in the Woods a lot. So Life I, in the you combined it. <laughs> <laughs> Life in the Woods. Yep. The thing, the the problems I had with maybe like my low point was that it was like a pure atmosphere narrative whatever trailer, which tells you jack shit about what what. What is this game like? Th- that is game. what that game is, though. Is it is it just a narrative experience? I would say close to it. So like co-op, um, they they've previously done a few uh, mobile things, um, and I I you know I thought I had something where they actually said what it what it what it was, but it, yeah, it's a cinematic narrative adventure. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So so like yeah, it, it's it's a it's a visual novel. This is what I'm kind okay. of getting out of this. That's, that's a downer for me. Because to be honest, I like narrative games, but I always thought, even though stuff like Nights in the Woods and Life is Strange are, it's fairly light on gameplay elements. It was enough to justify that you had the feeling you're actually playing a game with a very strong mm-hmm. narrative focus. While I'm not a big fan of games where I have the feeling I could, where I have the feeling that makes no difference watching a YouTube video than playing the game. Like I'm not a big fan of that kind of. Like I, stuff. It could but be, you know, you also you also said about Uncharted, so you know, <laughs> your 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 words have to be taken with a huge pint of salt. I mean, my I, I could be wrong. I just don't want to. I don't want to have to retract this later. It just says cinematic adventure. I don't know if that's a visual novel. I don't know if that's going to be like something where where choices matter. But it it seems to be that this is not something that is going to be heavy on gameplay. Um, Oops. thanks to David Cage. Every time I hear the word cinematic, my eyes are twitching. <laughs> Well, there is the uh, the uh, the dinosaur shower scene that no one asked for. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I feel was, nothing. Nothing has made me feel more out of touch with uh, with the younger generation than Goodbye, Goodbye Volcano High. But it's fucking cool well, as hell that they put so this shit in the show. So, but you you agree with me like that yeah. also did nothing for you? Yes, uh, the, the opposite. Another. This was this was the first one I was like. Man, motherfuckers are people are playing this shit like dinosaur drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, that was that was real. Like, it was it was uh, dinosaurs and furries and everything. Was like, I is, mean, hey, look, people, play what you like, jam on what you like. If you like a, a punk dinosaur pterodactyl angel, fucking play that. Play the game you like. But yeah, this this made me old man out. Where I was just like, what the fuck am I fucking looking at? See, Richard, this is why we're soulmates and should play adventures together. Anyways, yeah. moving on. 
Coming up next, the latest game in a storied and very mixed fortunes, it feels like these days, series, um, Oddworld Soulstorm from Lauren Lanning. Fucking hell. Um... Uh, I, I can't say much. Like I've, I've only ever played one of the games. I played Monst Odyssey on Xbox. Was that, the launch title? That's not the first one, right? Nope. This uh, one, no. I believe. Yeah. So uh, this one is a remake, Soulstorm, of I think the second. Wait, it's really? Yes, one game or something. Got mixed messages out of that because I'm like a big Oddworld fan, but it seems to be a remake or not. I don't know. Oh should no, I should. Fan know what if it is a remake or not. Well, no, I mean, like I played the first one. I, this look, no, I think no, this is. A big fan. I played, I played the both ones. I played Outworlder. Let me. Uh, Outworld, Outlander. Uh, what was it? Strange, Stranger's Wrath. There's, yeah. there was Oddworld, fucking Oddworld, Munch's Odyssey, and there was a second one on the play. I only played yeah. the first one. Introducing Soulstorm, witness Abe's horrifying conflict with a terrifying new machination. A fresh narrative, a complete story retake inspired by our original tale. A big visual and cinematic leap aiming to break new ground for Outer I mean, that doesn't... I mean, it's like that is a super weird franchise. Like, anyway, like, it feels like over the years, that yeah. guy has announced six or five games that are going to happen in the future that never happened. True. So, right. um... It's yeah. I don't know. I, I played one of the. I played one of the games. I really enjoyed it. I think I thought Munch was like a super adorable character, but um, yeah, like this one didn't do that much for me either. I played, I played Oddworld. Ass Oddworld. I, I don't even remember the subtitle. Last Odyssey. Yeah, I Odd played Odyssey. No. Uh, Abe's Odyssey. Abe's Odyssey. Thank you. Yeah, Oddworld. Abe's Odyssey. What's wrong with me today? In names. Oddworld. Lost Odyssey. That's that's a weird one, yeah. Um, I that shit is like, I don't know what it is, man. I you know I usually don't like I, I don't care about violent games, and I do like some some stuff, but watching super cute things get like gored up just kind of turned me off of it in a in a way where I just I was just like I uh, you know I, it, this is weirdly it's just got a weird vibe to it. That that so I, like I finished that game and I was just like man like uh, the lemmings parts of like leading my my dumb cute compatriots to just get killed and like the the kind of lack of resolution and and all that stuff just kind of eked me out on it. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm a little bit careful. I mean, as I think Marcel mentioned, the series is quite odd when it comes to what kind <laughs> of games. But <laughs> I don't get it. I'm not sure yet, but in general, I'm a big fan. But also, it has been ages last time I've played uh, the game. I think the last one, but never finished it, was the remaster thing on PlayStation 4. Uh, Stranger's Wrath is fucking dope. I'll say that. Stranger's yeah. Wrath is real is real good. Okay, then let's move on to the next game shown, and that was um, a, a big surprise to me personally. I didn't expect it there, and also a few things that I've read about it since have surprised me, and that was Ghostwire Tokyo, which is the next game from Shinji Mikami. Who is, I believe, was he read made Resident Evil 2, right? Uh, yes, and uh, Resident Evil 2, and then of course the Evil Within. Evil Within. Well, he, he's the he's the dude. What 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 uh, what people were looking to be. He he was the the face of Resident Evil for a while, and then he's kind of kind of they, like that's why when people were I think that his name pushed Evil Within uh pretty far. Um, this was this was my favorite trailer in the show. So I'll say that I. 
I, I guess, uh, I guess, uh, I must honor the weeb code. Um, in, in that this it just kind of spoke to me. I like, I like weird shit and I, I like the way it was cut. And, um, I think the, the surprising thing for, for you and me was the first person thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the surprising thing was the first person thing. Uh, the surprising thing was that it's a PS5 uh, for for a while timed exclusive, um, yeah. which Bethesda rarely does. Right. It is not a horror game, which surprises me. It seems to be very much focused on combat. With one of the, I think the design, the, the combat lead previously being the guy who did the the gore kill, the the, the glory kills for Doom. Fucking cool. So um, yeah, that was um, I, I I got curious, so I read up on the Bethesda blog about it. Yeah, tell me about it, because I've only seen the this in the last trailer. So it, it very it says right at the start, uh, those who are familiar with Shinji Mikami and Tango GameWorks are familiar with their strong pedigree in horror, but Ghostwire is not emphasis horror. Mm-hmm. Though it is an eerie element to the world, this is the studio's first foray into the action adventure sphere. They are taking the strength and building a tense atmosphere and unforgettable creatures and bringing them to something completely new and different. Assisting them in creating a more action-oriented game is uh, Shinichiro Hara, who worked on a push-forward combat and glory kill system in Doom and is now the combat director in Ghostwire Tokyo. Hara and the combat team at Tango have created an intricate combo-based system that utilizes movements inspired by traditional Kuchikiri hand gestures. The result is combat that is unlike anything you've ever experienced before, enhanced further by the PlayStation 5's controllers, new haptic feedback, and adaptive triggers, which make each encounter feel as unique as it looks. Yeah... Did not expect that from the first trailer we have seen like the right that, right yeah, right I like, you know, maybe game. maybe that's a case of like unfair typecasting but yeah like when I heard okay it's a new game from Tango GameWorks uh, it's it's called Ghostwire you know it's, it's Shinji Mikami I was like okay obviously it's a horror game which uh, this seems to be yeah a more first person fighting otherworldly things mm-hmm. I mean I like, like the the, the, the story. The story setup seems to be that something terrible happened in Tokyo and like 99% of the population just vanished. Mm-hmm. And now it's up to you to find out more. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, um, yeah, it was definitely surprising to me, like that combination of, you know, first person, not being horror focused, super surprised about it being an exclusive. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that was, uh, that was, a, that was, surprising one. that was definitely my favorite trailer. Uh, I think this was my, my high point. I really, I really like the way the combat looks. I like the way the world looks. I, I, I dug it. I thought it was really cool. I'm hundred percent with Richard here. Absolutely. Okay. Um, was missing was cat, though, but <laughs> the trailer didn't do that much for me. Um, but sure. like having read up on it, so I'm like, hey, actually, this sounds more interesting than I initially thought it was. Because because the horror turns so, you off, and you're more into like you're more receptive to first person action. Is that why? Yes. Okay, makes sense. Then coming up next is Jet the Far Shore, a space-based adventure game. Space-based. Which, um, again, you know, obviously no offense to anybody because, you know, I I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Um, didn't do much for me purely because it's a genre or a type of game that I don't get much out of myself. I have yeah. no idea what this is. Like, I, I, without I, reading up on anything, I, I don't know what this is. I mean, did you play uh, Sword and Sorcery EP? Mm-mm. Yeah, so I mean, like, the Super Brothers logo at the beginning was making most of the sales that this game is going to sell. Okay. Like, uh, like, like people that love those guys are going to love this. 
Um, it looks, it looks, uh, it looks like a fun weekend, weekend dive. I've never heard of, so it's Super Brothers and a team called Pine Scented, and I, I didn't look too long, but I didn't see much about anything they've made. Um, but, uh, it very much looks like a, uh, like an experience. So can I see, like this is from their features page. Their features page, I'll, I'll, I'll remind you, is from the, the Epic Game Store page. Um, so very much not exclusive, it seems. But like you're you're gonna like uh, embark on an exploratory single player adventure presented in five captivating acts and laid back exploration and uh, occasional white knuckle action. But yeah, mm. it seems it seems very much like uh, like like uh, you're gonna you're gonna deal with some fun music and sounds and some interesting sights and maybe not go too too deep because uh, it's it's a it's an experience looking game. I mean, sometimes I love stuff like this. I, I absolutely adore Journey. But I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. No opinion on that one. Okay, moving on, we get to a game that I am tentatively very excited about. I am anti that. And that is Godfall, which is mm. a third-person uh, looter. So what? What is it? If a shooter loot is a shooter, then a hack is a looter. I like how they're they're fucking out there like they've made a genre about this shit. Like no one's done fucking like swords and loot in a game. And I don't think it. I it certainly didn't seem to me like they are. Oh, don't make um, me fucking do this. Implying I'm, they I'm they invented something or so. But uh, it's from it's from Counterplay Games. They formerly made a card game called Duelist, which had some very cool ideas. Uh, like it was a card based turn based tactics game. With a very cool art style, um, Godfall. I very much dig the graphics. I like the I like the art direction. I liked a little bit they talked about the story and liked, for example, that's taking um, inspiration from Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive series of fantasy novels. My and obviously I love everything that's loot. My biggest concern so far is based on what I've seen uh, how how accessible the combat will be. Oh, because as you know, I am uh, not the most proficient. Souls like combat fighter, combat you know. user. Sure, sure, sure. So um, that is really, not like, for really everybody. Like, that, I, that's I've, not I've for seen everybody. most I've liked about the game so far. But like really for me, the big question is stuff like you know how how much is it? You know how how forgiving is it? Like is it is it okay if you go more and you're like I'm gonna hack and slay the shit out of stuff, or is it more like this? You know, souls like very methodical, very judiciously using your skills because you know it, it uses up your stamina, or whatever. So um, I'm still not sure about that, but um, it looks very action heavy though. I, it, yeah, you know that's that's why I'm wonder, what I'm wondering about. But um, yeah, I, I dig it. But Richard, why 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 are you hating already? Why are you hating, Richard? Uh... Why, do you just hate games with loot or? No, uh, no, I, I don't know. Um, and, and there is. I knew I'd read this shit somewhere, so maybe it's me being a victim of evil games journalism. Rise up. We live in a society. Because uh, the whole, there, there is a spate of articles about the whole, like, looter slasher thing where where it, it appears to to be like, hey, uh, like, like, like right now, I'll just read you a headline I found. Godfall is the, f- uh, Godfall not only brings forth a new world, but also a new genre. Mm. Um, that's a little that's a little weird, but that just could be some weird marketing shit. I mean that that's some that's man, I like Death Stranding. I still fucking I still kinda took my headphones off when he was like, No, it's a strand game. Like that shit is inherently fucking annoying. Um I'm glad they're kinda getting roasted for their trailer music. 
selection. It's fucking dumb. I know I'm 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 being an edgy kid about uh like being an art house kid about trailers. I, I just didn't like what what are we going for here? But I mean, uh So play, playing devil's advocate here? Do it, hit me. Are there a lot of like third person melee combat games with like the loot thing? The loot uh, focus? Uh, like th- you know, like something like Diablo or so? Darksiders two. Top of my head. Mm, yes, and but like <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have put it in that in that uh, in that brackets. I mean, I. But, um, yeah, I I don't I don't uh, I haven't seen anything that uh, that hasn't been done, but that's not very fair because I haven't seen much of this game. So, so it's it's early. I don't know. Uh, mostly personal taste. Like, and that's something I'll say about the show. Like, like when there was something that came out that. Uh, there was there was nothing that where I was really like yo this fucking looks this looks terrible it was really like well this looks absolutely not for me. Yeah. No worries, I, I will I will keep you up to date with like you know lots of trailers and information as I get it. That's that's fine. I'm I'm sure uh, I'm sure you will, but um, but yeah I don't know I don't know like it. Uh, it it didn't do much for me and it it felt like it felt like they were they were go, like grasping at straw. This is just analyzing a trailer guys so like don't don't take this because you know the game the game hasn't come out we should give them a chance because like like i mean who's who's doing this like they it's the, the kids that made do list um which seemed which seemed kind of cool um where, where what happened i i lost yes it is counterplay so they they've they've uh they, they made um do list which seemed like a a neat mix between kind of like uh like cards and and tactics game but uh but the trailer, the trailer to me seemed like it was grasping to differentiate itself, and it didn't prove that through the through the gameplay or through the the, the visuals. And I'm not into the the Brandon Sanderson thing, so maybe I just don't know that. But um, like when you're when you're out there, like we're a slusher. Also, I mean, I know you were expecting like some fantasy music, but here's that hip hop. Like I, it just seemed perhaps a little a little edgy to me. But that's an edgy take, so. Haha, Spider-Man gif. What you what you um, think of Godfall Bastiano? I mean, once once an episode, I have to say something which infuriates Marcel. But I like the one thing. Like, I agree with the trailer. I think it was just like edgy action, boom boom, whatever. Um, what I don't dig is the art style. I think it's just like super um over the top. Too much stuff. Too much visuals. Too much of everything. Looks for me. Um, while like I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad ad art style, it's just not for me. Like uh, a lot of like Korean games, where it's like, oh, we put more uh, particle effects in every spell, and uh, the armors are getting more ridiculous, more colorful, more everything. That's not like for me. It's not a clear art direction. It's more like it's make make it make it big, make it crazy, make it colorful, make it pop out, which is which is fine. But you can't hold me, this against my boy. He's got a weakness for pauldrons. I disagree. Like, I, I, I find it. I find it weird to say if there is no clear art direction. This like that you can see because I think it's very clear the art direction. Um, but, but you got him there. Make a dubstep. No, my clear art direction. I mean, like sometimes less is more. If you like, it's really hard to reduce that art direction on the core pillar. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. It feels it feels like you're playing game review 
bullshit buzzword bingo or something. Oh. Ooh. I, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not 100% sure what you were just trying to say, because first it was like, there's too much, and then there is no art direction, but anyways. Um, no clear art direction. No art direction and no clear art direction is for me a difference. If you say, like, for me, it reminds me of a lot of, like, very but, but like, you, visually impressive say, Korean didn't you games. Didn't say it's over, over the top, like, isn't that, yeah. isn't that then they, they clear what they're going for? That's true. I mean, that is a clear standard art direction. We make everything over the top, but it's not an interesting art direction for me. Okay. I see. I kind of see where you're, you're, you're getting at. Yeah, even if it takes you a second to get there. Um, I don't know. Um, there might be some cool stuff. It's 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 way too early. It's nice that they like. It's how do I say that? It's nice that you got to see a little more because they. I mean, didn't they get their stuff leaked? There has been several yeah, leaks by now. Several leaks. Leaks. Um, so maybe it's kind of cool to 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 show Which a little more. Which is probably Randy's fault. Fucking Randy! It's Randy's fault that he put that track in there. He just stumbled in. They they they. <laughs> There's few things I would put beyond Randy at this point. They were like, they were like, who's got the who's got the music? It's like, oh, it's on Rand, Rand, Randy. Left it on that USB stick, and they plug it in. They're like, well, we can't use any of this. <laughs> just give me, give me, just put what do, what's on your iPod. Just fucking plug it in. I don't care. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, let's. Uh, I think we've 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 been. Marcel is into Godfall. I am currently not. Um, but you know, I never want a game to be bad, so I hope it is good. Well, I almost feel tempted at this point to say, um, Richard or Busty, over to either one of you guys, because I think the next six games in a row were not Marcel games. Yeah, I can see that. There was a few. There was a few me games. Uh, do you, do you? You still got to segwitize. Um, coming up next after Godfall was Solar Ash, which was, I think, very obviously the the new, if, if the trailer hadn't said it, like the new game from the guys who made Hyperlight Drifter, um, yep. which is obviously a very popular game. Um, personally, I always liked the art style of Hyperlight Drifter, but like I never played it because the um, the actual gameplay didn't sound like I would enjoy it, but like it it looked very cool, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I, I don't have many more thoughts on this. Like the, the only thing, literally, to me that I thought the entire time is, this looks like the new game from the guys who made Hyper Like Drifter, you know, from from the oh, color direction, like the color color palette, everything. I'm I'm with you, man. I I like uh I like um, it, it seemed alright. It looks cool. There's some cool stuff, but you did it. It's it looks like the Hyper Light Drifter guys made another game. Like I, I really enjoyed the trailer. I love the art direction of that trailer. I love the the art direction of that game. But yeah, it's a little bit more cleaner than Hyperlight Drifter. But my problem is, why I adored the art design of Hyperlight Drifter, I did not enjoy the gameplay. Actually, like yeah. even though I'm a big fan of Zelda kind of games, I don't know what it is. It felt like the gameplay was not as fleshed out as a visual, so it felt a little bit lackluster for me. Oh, so uh... they have to prove that they can do better for me. In my eyes. Let's uh, let's hope that they can. So, what is next? Next, coming up next, we had Hitman Three, and I'm gonna hand over to Richard as the local Hitman aficionado for this one. I still haven't finished two. I called you an aficionado. Live up to it. Uh, Hitman's great. Hitman One's great. Hitman Two is pretty great. They're great. I'm glad that they got to make three. I didn't watch the trailer because I haven't finished two. I took my headphones off. I stared at the floor. 
Really? I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to fucking buy it. Like they've, they've proven themselves to me. So that, yeah. Well, I, I haven't, I haven't played a Hitman in like almost two decades. So the only thing I can say is that, um, as with their recent games, also this one um, looked visually very cool, very um, impressive. Um, if, clearly, if, the what is it called Glacier Engine, I believe. Could be. They all sound like some kind of nature thing. So yeah, I would say the Glacier Engine is ready for next gen because that looked very, very pretty. Snow Tear Fall. Yeah, looks great. I'll, I'll get it. Okay, then, Basio, do you have any thoughts? Like you're not much of a Hitman no, player, no, I think. I, well. I missed out the last generation Hitman games completely, but I hear so much good stuff from Richard that I'm gonna get it. Uh, just get two because it's got all the stuff from one in it. Well, then we have Astro's Playroom, which is um, Astro and his crew lead you on a magical introduction through PS5 in this friend platform that comes preloaded on PS5. Uh, explore four worlds, each based on PS5's console components. Each area showcases innovative <laughs> gameplay that taps into new features of the PS5 Dual Dual Sense wireless controller. Fucking hell! This made uh, first of all, this is what I was mentioning earlier about trying to push a mascot. Um, yeah, okay. But like the Astrobot Rescue thing or something, that was was popular, wasn't it for PSVR? I think. Well, yeah, but it made it made more sense in VR when you need a game to explain to people that have never touched VR what VR do. I'm not sure if you need one that that shows what your fucking controller buttons do, but um, but I hey. think it's probably you know I assume it's more for showing off you know the new stuff like the haptic feedback or so or like you know the the triggers could be, be my guess. yeah but the, the, to me this one like I, I get the sack boy love but uh it, it, the, this one seemed like the most kind of like uh, all right all right I, I, this made sense for vr this makes less sense for a controller but hey i you know i'm ready to explore four worlds based on the ps5's console components i'm in headphones world Wee. I completely forgot that this trailer existed until you guys uh, reminded me of that a minute ago. So I think that tells you everything. Move on. Well, all of us will get a fair chance to to try the game if should we buy a PS5 in the future. Yeah. Uh, coming up next is Little Devil Inside. Um, again, a game that Marcel has no interest in. I really like uh, this trailer. I think it was Great most trader. noteworthy uh, for uh, two controversies. Yeah. One being, uh, one being accused of some unfortunate racial stereotypes. Yeah. The other, I think, being that they said it's a PS5 console exclusive or something after taking Kickstarter money from all kinds of platforms. Yeah. For, for all kinds of platforms. <laughs> so, uh, Richard, you seem like the designated Shit. apologist for this game. So, please Pretty take much. us through everything that happens. Uh, it's a cool trailer. I like the style a lot. It doesn't look much different from the pre alpha gameplay footage that came out in 2015. Like oh. it does, it doesn't look much different at all. I, I popped a link oh. up there for you guys to see if you want to watch it in the background. But um, that does exist. You can look up uh, the the pre alpha stuff from from way back. It does look improved. Don't get me wrong. Like uh, like the visual fidelity and it, it looks like it's kind of matured into what it wants to be. Um, but the style is definitely there. I, I wouldn't say that uh, that there's that much of a change other than a nice glossy um, bit of paint. They did apologize for their fucking trailer, and god damn it, man, you gotta be careful in this time putting stuff out. Like you need, yeah. you need somebody to check that shit. Um, that that is fucking unfortunate. I didn't even notice that part in the uh, in the original trailer, but uh, but um, I have to admit, like by that time that happened in the trailer, I was looking at my phone. I'm, I'm with you. Like like that trailer did run a little long. It, it kind of got its cute parts out, and then like I I, I when I, when when I saw the the article, like it's like hey, Neostream will 
will change its character design uh, for the stereotypes. And then, like, it just showed a picture. I was like, oh, yeah, you can't do that. Um, do yourself a favor and don't read up internet discussions about that topic matter. It's the it, most toxic it, shit, if you can imagine. I mean, I get it. Like, they, they, they did fuck up. Um, and they, they will change it. And that's cool. Uh, but I, I'm tentatively interested. I, I'm, I, the Kickstarter controversy is is fucking weird, but I do I do really like the trailer that they made. I think it was cool. I think it was good. I had no idea that there was a Kickstarter campaign about that game. Like it was for me the first it's time. And been around. Awesome. Like that game looks very very interesting to me. It's but I also have to, to to maybe check on the Kickstarter or whatever because I'm not hundred percent sure how the the core gameplay loop will be yeah. like. So. All right, what is next, sir? Um, coming up next is I'm gonna hand this one over to Basti, I believe, uh, having worked for years at EA. Uh, next coming up is NBA 2K21. How do how to do basketball during uh, Corona? All right, what is next, sir? I, I do like. I think it was first during the 360 generation where like like you know, sweaty sportsman became like the hallmark of next gen graphics was it i thought it was, was wet like, wet wet roads uh for racing games yeah but like you know, in sports stuff it, like it was like yeah. imagine everything was like you know like you can see the, the sweat glistening on their sweat. skins you know, it was like amazing next gen graphics you guys don't even know the next gen in this like they are going the haptic feedback when you purchase those microtransactions it's going to shoot all the way up your arm <laughs> you're going to be able to buy shoes for two virtual avatars you you can directly plug in your mortgage. It's going to be great. Hey, coming up next, the most memed game of the show, as far as I can tell. Um, everybody loves the, the theme song. It's Buck Snacks, which is a Animal Crossing-esque thing. Yep. But like uh, all the animals are edible, kind of. So maybe they're also riffing on. The, I'm not. Yeah, I like, know, but like it had a, it had a theme song, so that's cool. They haven't showed any gameplay, uh, so I don't know if it's going to be kind of animal. Like I get where you're coming from. Like the the style was a little Animal Crossing, a little Viva Pinata. Um, I do like how all the uh, the animals say their own names, like Pokemon. But uh, it's 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 young horses. Um, Octodad's fucking dope, and and so I will get this. Yep. I still Box haven't decided snacks. if that game looks charming or like Nightmare Fuel. Yeah. Something something looks like very, very odd and disturbing to me about this. Well they game they right coined now. into that like at the end of that trailer. Oh. Yeah. It, it looks cool. I'm I'm getting it. I like I like young horses. Uh, then coming up next, a, a game that Marcel would love to play and hopefully he will be able to play it because I think it looks absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh Demon Souls. Like um I have to admit like the original Demon Souls kind of like more or less went past me because that was before it became a huge thing with with Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, but seeing the trailer, like the atmosphere and everything, I'm like, you know, as a, as a big fantasy fan, this looks amazing. Um, uh, at the same time, I'm concerned because a a a trustworthy Richard has in the past told me that it's even less accessible, or like you know, like uh, newcomer friendly than the other games from From. So um, let's see what I do. But like, yeah, I think like visually it looked like the atmosphere was fantastic. All right. Uh, you've heard it before. I can't get excited until they they say they're fixing the shit. Um, it's it's going to be a weird trip for them because it was it was the least, least accessible in terms of metagame and all that weird shit. But it's also like, I feel like they've only improved with, with, with the entries that they've made. Um, so I do worry about Souls fans or non-souls like like the marcells of the world being like well this is the one i'm gonna get in on and then be like well that is it 
It's like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of evolved. I wonder if they will have, because for me, I also never played that game, so I'm they looking very much forward to play it. They need to. They need uh, to. They need to fix the world tendency. They need to fix some of the other shit. But, uh, yeah, will there be quality of life improvements? It's, for me, they have to. I mean, Blue Blue Point isn't fucking stupid, and uh, I mean, there, there's already. We don't know what the fractured mode is, um, but uh, I guess trust in them. But it, it's it, it's unfair for me to say that I'm not hyped because I've played Demon Souls like a couple times. Um, so I'm not sure I'm even looking to play through it again, even if it is dope. But I hope for the sake of whatever they're trying to do that they at least fix some of the really wacky shit or at least offer a way around it or something because my god moving on yeah a game that i thought looked amazing dude was Deathloop from uh, arcane studios Lyon. yeah so the creators of the dishonor series arcs fatalis um i'm i'm especially excited because as you guys know i have a weakness or a huge interest in cancel games yeah um, they had in the early 2000s been working on a game called The Crossing, yeah. which was super ambitious for the time because there was this idea of like you know it's a single player, but like there's also seamless multiplayer versus where somebody can jump into your game. Yeah. So what Deathloop seems to be is about that you are stuck on an island in a, I I guess it's late 60s, early 70s kind of vibe. Yeah. Like which is which is newish. Yeah, it it seemed to have like like it reminded me at times of like No List Forever or a We Happy Few yeah. or even like yeah. some Bioshock stuff in there. Sure. But you are a, a immortal assassin stuck in a time loop um, where you have to you have, you have eight targets that you have to kill on this island, and if you don't kill all of them in a day, the game starts over. But there is also a second immortal assassin that enjoys playing games with you. I mean, I guess they're not tries to stop you. They're not so much immortal that, as just stuck in this time loop. Uh, didn't it somewhere specifically say immortal assassin? I thought it was just like they, I thought it was implied that they're immortal because the day keeps starting over and over again when he dies, or when anyone dies because like um, people are dropped. Through. Oh yeah, who knows? I don't know, but um, yeah. So and and this other assassin can either be played by the AI and she will randomly pop up somewhere and you try to mess with you. She can like for example take on the look of other NPCs, um, or it can be played by a human player, like much like um. Invasions and the Souls games are so where a second player yeah. can jump into your game and try to you know mess with you. Um, so going back to the idea that the crossing had in early 2000s from Arcane, so that's very interesting yeah. to me. Uh, it was, I believe, the game that showed the most gameplay. Again, it was not like yeah. a you know like a, a continuous gameplay demo, but it showed a lot of gameplay uh, shots. I like uh, how they it were super cool. I like how they were like, wait, 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 no, don't go away. We have blink. Okay, you can blink. Yeah. It is uh, 4K 60 FPS on uh, you know, console. Uh, it is, again, notably a timed exclusive for the PS5 and the PC, so again, no Xbox, which, you know, it, it makes me wonder, like, how this happens. Um, obviously, from Sony's perspective, it makes sense. The question is, why is uh, Bethesda doing it? And if I was cynical, I would say that as, as high quality as they always are, you know, like, I mean, like, Arcane has a near flawless. CV as a developer, uh, as high quality as both Arcane's and uh, uh, Tango Gameworks games are, they maybe don't always sell that well. Mm-hmm. So it feels like almost it's a case of like we let you know Sony cover some costs for us. I don't know. Could be. Uh, it, it, it's getting into a weird, uh, a weird um, vein where you have to, you have to uh, play the field in terms of exclusivity. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, look, it's an interesting point. I do want to, I do want to, um, 
I do want to get into that, how that seems to be an oncoming trend in Bethesda. Um, Bethesda seems to be heading, heading it or, or getting a lot more into it. Um, but, but I think, uh, I think with the idea of like, Hey, developer, you, you want it, you want to spread your cash around. You want to go to as many places as you can. And, uh, just like Epic or, or made, made famous, uh, last year, a uh, year before, like if there's a developer that's even willing to boot you money for timed exclusives, then you're of course going to take it, you know, like there, we're at a, we're at a weird inverse where it's like, you used to be the exclusive game to get all their all their publishing house stuff and as they lose power in that with uh with the easier way to get in front of an audience like they're they're like all right look we'll 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 boost you up you just give us a little bit of this exclusivity but um i don't know other than that this... you you are you are a dishonored fan aren't you Basti? uh no i'm absolutely looking forward to it um the gunplay looked great i think the trailer was a really really good trailer with the with the special powers etc i'm not 100 percent sure and i'm curious how the the longevity of that that system that idea especially when it comes to campaign and storytelling will will turn out because i have no idea how this gonna work if you basically have this one goal which you do over and over again maybe via checkpoints i don't know like we have to see but uh, it looked very promising love the art style of the the gunplay so far this uh powers looked a little bit too much maybe like dishonored but let's see this does win the uh, the coveted Richard Award for most improved trailer from their E3 trailer last year, which looked yeah. non-interesting as shit. I I kind of dig it. Like it has a little bit of like, like grindhousey style yeah. vibe to it as well with the posters and so on. Very cool trailer. But um, which one of you guys is the bigger Resident Evil fan? Not fucking me. Well, okay, the busty. Then it's over to you. Please take us through Resident Evil Eight Village. Yeah. Like the 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 biggest mystery is what the fuck is wrong with Chris Redfield? Because in every single game he's in, he looks completely different. Not like sure. even like the same person. Like the redesign they're doing with that character is absolutely weird and baffling to me. Is this other than skinny Chris or boulder punchy Chris? This old old fart Chris, kinda. I don't know. Is he like, beefy or he, not? He, Answer the important he's question. Not beefy, but he's old and he's wearing a you know he's old and he's wearing a a um a trench coat so. Okay. You remember his face in Resident Evil Seven? And yeah. that you see, it was also kind of like, what, what, what generic, weird ass face is this? But other than that, uh, I think it was a was a really great trailer. Like it gave me the right amount of Resident Evil Four vibes without giving me too much Resident Evil Four vibes. It's, it seems like they're doing this in the sense of okay, get that vibe or the stuff people remember from Resident Evil Four, but but giving it a modern touch. Because for me, as much as I like Resi Four. The people remember it as this weird, dark tale, which is more wacky than anything else. And um, there was a very interesting trailer. A lot of like fast, uh, cutted scenes uh, showing a lot of stuff, a lot to integrate in. But after Resident Evil Seven and uh, Remake One and Two, uh, Remake Two and Three, I'm um, absolutely convinced that they will do a kick-ass job. Like this studio has proven that they are ready for the future, in my opinion, and that the series is ready for the future. So. I hope you're right. Uh, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think like a lot of people felt that like it's trying to evoke memories of Resident Evil Four with that setting of like a re- remote, presumably European mountain town. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Then came a trailer where the entire time, I myself and I think many other people as well were wondering: Is it a Kojima thing or not? Is this Ludens or not? I would just, uh, I just it thought was, it was a stinger for their fucking studio. Yeah, it, it, that's Ludens, right? So mm-hmm. it, it was a 
how do you pronounce Pragmata, I guess, is what you pronounce it, right? Yes. It's a new Capcom IP. Um, any, uh, I think from, based on everything we've seen so far, which is just an ominous trailer, I can with certainty say it's not for me, but I could see it being something for either of you guys, actually. Yeah. Because you I, like weird shit. I do like weird shit. It's got to show a little more before I get into it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like it, weird shit. Yeah, really. Like, there's not a lot to say, unfortunately. Like, it, yeah. It's not, not weird shit done by Hideo Kojima Oswari, which would like, kind of right. speak for out. himself. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's cool. Maybe not. I, I seriously don't know. It has a cat in it. <laughs> looking Plus, looking forward to seeing like, um, you know, it. I feel like, you know, it's weird. A lot of their games are not for me, but it feels like in recent years, uh, Capcom has been a pretty hot role, I would say. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Like they've they've seemed to have been doing pretty well, you know, between Monster Hunter, DMC, um, Resident Evil. And yeah, and then came the last game uh, of the show, the winner of the award for the best and most, Lance Reddick, in the entire presentation. Fucking love me some Lance Reddick. Um, yeah, Richard, tell us what you thought, because you are, I, I mean, I haven't played Horizon, you played it very, very recently, as, as recently as, you know, this month, so, um, you know, what were your fresh impressions or thoughts? I don't give a shit. Give a shit? I don't, I don't give, give a, a I don't give a shit. No, um, no, uh, that's that's a little too edgy. It, 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 you gotta you gotta really show me some gameplay. They they showed me that they can still make an interesting world with cool characters, but I knew that from the first one. So unfuck your combat. You know, either ditch stealth or make it good. Show me a reason to play, and I'll 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 come back. But uh, but the that Horizon One did not leave me like it, it's been a while. I've I've kind of mellowed on my opinion of it, and like it's still not super posy. Like that is a three star game, like carried carried by the weight of its story. Um, so yeah, show me cooler combat and and better gameplay, and I'll be back. The swimming stuff looks cool. Uh, that's already that's already a a, a spot towards it, but. I don't know, man. Like, I, I know they can tell a good story. I'm good. Okay. Uh, Basti, did it look next-gen to you? Mm, yes. It did It did but, that, yeah. That that trailer was absolutely beautiful, but at the same time, I was not really surprised. I totally expected them showing something from for the next Horizon. Uh, and yeah, they've shown the stuff which uh, we have proven, as Richard said, probably, because I haven't played that game, but from other re- reviews and feedback I get from people uh, which have shown and proven that they can do it with the first one, um i was but i mean you also see how effective that trailer was because in my friends timelines on telegram or twitter or whatever everyone was yeah. absolutely losing their shit Fan, fans of that as, game are, are big fans of that game yeah like had tears in their eyes and whatever and i was like yeah that is a really beautiful trailer of a game i expected to see during that show i'm not surprised but people were completely um hysterical about it um it, like I have not no no positive or negative opinion in the sense of that I haven't played the first one, so it's really hard for me to judge. And I will totally play that, so that's my on my bucket list for this year. But uh, the trailer itself looked very cutscene, beautiful, oh, yeah. stunning. No gameplay, so it's hard for me to judge. To be honest, it is the highest resolution Lance Reddick. Yeah, since Quantum Break. It Ooh. was it was a very pretty Lance Reddick. Yeah, and uh, you know that's that's it really. I believe it's in total uh, slightly over twenty games. Um, it ran for one hour twenty or something, so almost three times as long as the Inside Xbox, or at least more than double the length of the Inside Xbox. Slightly shorter than um, this podcast. 
your thoughts on that, Richard? Like, you're you're now that you've you've you know yeah. again went through all of the games. You're you're or like let let's go with Basti first. Oh yeah, so let's go. With usually, Basti I, first. I I tend to go with you first. I get it. Uh, so, Basti, mm. your your final verdict on all of this? Game showcase was really strong, but I expected that. Um, I think with that strong of a showcase, the the all the bullshit about exclusivity, etc. That was like you don't need that Sony. Like, let the game speak for themselves. Don't don't do that bullshit. Um, I think the design of the console is cheap. I think it looks not good. The games look far from cheap. So good, great lineup between um, big big hitters and indie games. I liked it a lot um, up to this point. But I'm also not surprised because we, we see basically the same as, as with last console generation. Um, uh, Sony is hitting with the strong big game titles. Xbox tried to bank on servers and hardware. I think we will see probably the same this console generation, twice as many consoles also PlayStation. And if that is cool for Phil with the, with the uh, established huge amount of accounts in their Game Pass environment, that's fine for me. But I told it like, I'm an Xbox fanboy, but I told I will get both consoles. But I told friends when they asked me about it, I was like, you know what? If you just want to get one of both consoles, I would even like, I have a hard time recommending the game. When it, comes, when it is about the games you care about, I have a hard time recommending the Xbox One. Ah, sure. But they, they don't care you're, you're, if you're playing them on PC. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to, hey, you'd have to Rich. recommend that without a PC. I'm sorry. What, Rich, what are your yeah. thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, so I, things I loved, uh, I do love seeing more, uh, kind of first time, first time big game devs. That's really cool. I like seeing a lot more of the, uh, the smaller range of stuff that we've been talking about on previous episodes. I love seeing that. I think it's, it's neat not to just only talk about the next, uh, the next titles from the big studios that, you know, the sequels, uh, there was, there was a few sequels, but not, you know, drenched in them. So that was really cool. Um, I don't know if this was like a a resounding bitch slap to Xbox's show. I but that's that's strictly based on my own tastes. Like like if you're a, a Horizon fan, this was it for you. Like of course they did it. Um, but uh, as not one it, like Demon Souls again. Like people freak out about Demon Souls. It's like that, that's another hard one for me to get super hyped at. Uh, so I get I get that my normal opinion is like hesitant to buy consoles on day one. So the idea of console mover stuff uh is like my stance on that is enough to kind of disregard my opinion on that stuff so feel free to but um it was a cool show i i don't know that any uh any console war has been won at this point except for sega who fucking made little game gears come on yeah get them little game gears my my, my fingers are too thick don't you want to play for me for me personally, it was a case of like I've obviously traditionally been an Xbox fan, you know, of, you know, with stuff like um, Halo being one of my all-time favorite franchises. Yeah. Um, and I know it's unfair to draw comparisons right now because obviously inside Xbox didn't have any first-party stuff. It was not meant to be the big blowout. But purely comparing these things uh, at face value as they are right now, um, the inside Xbox had one game that I'm super hyped to play. Um, the PlayStation thing had four or five games that I'm super excited to play. So purely on that level at this point, I have to say that, you know, for me, PlayStation 1, again, it's not a fair comparison, but like one part, one side brought the games I want to play, the other did not as much. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, I think all eyes are now going to be on Microsoft to see what they bring in July. Um, whispers and rumors say they are going to bring, you know, the heat, like the first party heat to a level that they haven't in many, many years. I hope that is true. 
Well, you Don't buy twenty. You, you, you buy twenty five fucking go. studios. Maybe you can do that. Yeah, hopefully yes. So, um, you know, if people, if people, you know, want to chat to you guys, um, yeah. Basti, where can people find you online? At Bastian Thun, T-H-U-N, on Twitter. Uh, so if you want to share and uh, your Xbox tiers together with me, we can uh, use uh, my, my big bucket I've prepared after the Sony conference. And it's true. I have to, throughout, the, throughout the conference, I've, I've messaged him a couple of times to ask about the status of his Xbox tiers, and he was giving me updates on the size of the bucket he was, he was holding close. That's good, that's good. Richard, if people want to talk to you about the Sega thing that I yeah. already forgot what it was, little Game Gears. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How would they do that? Uh, you can find me as always on Twitter at uh, Timed Exclusivity Richard. Um, tweet at me. I'll I'll be exclusive for you or whatever you want for a little bit of time, um, and then you know pay me. Is that an escort business you're trying to promote on our podcast? Uh, no, but I will say that I will exclusively design my response just for you. I can't wait to see the things you can do with your SST. Yikes. Um, as always, you can feel free to, you know, if you have thoughts, send us an email to projectalunchcast at gmail.com. You can now follow us on Twitter um, at our new Twitter account. And Richard, would you like to do us the honors of, of saying the handle or should I? Plunchcast. You, it is at Plunchcasts. So yeah. P Lunchcast. Plunchcast. You know, it Plunchcast. just rolls off the tongue. Um tell your friends, tell your families, tell your moms, and especially your pets to follow at Plunchcast. Yeah. Uh, alternatively, but Plunchcast is the important one. They can also follow me at com underscore Raven on Twitter. Um we are always, you know, interested to hear your takes. We want to hear which of the games from the PlayStation reveal you found the most interesting. And yeah, um, I think we will be back next week with maybe a little bit less console wars, but you know, even more great gaming news, hopefully. Yeah. Because there's Destiny stuff to talk about. Oh no. Oh, oh no. So yeah, um, you guys have a good one. Um, everybody out there. Uh, Richard, hey, do you have any hey, jokes today? Hey, or? Okay, shut, yeah, Richard, it's yeah, not a fucking joke, Marcel. Okay, I have ask, a serious question. Ask away. Do you think that one of the Hauser brothers uh, left uh, Rockstar or was he secretly killed and replaced by Todd Howard who just told them to release the same fucking game on every goddamn console? Be the old school. Yeah, old school. We the old school. Yeah, old school. Been getting that money for a girl's sweetest honey. Got me some roses and a little.